Uh, what up, y'all? We at the Imposter Syndrome Podcast. We got my boy. It's your boy, Rich Banks. You already know Imposter Syndrome Podcast. Wedding edition, baby. We're here. We got the bride, Valentina Jones here. And we got my boy, Zare, on the show. Straight out of Brooklyn. I'm doing good. So, Zare, we got a question for you. We had a wedding. So let me ask you, are weddings necessary? Absolutely. Yeah, celebration is necessary. It brings us together. Yeah. Also. Everybody needs to dance once in a while. We need to see some love, you know. Yeah, and a little and a little drink, drink, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I I agree. I think weddings are awesome. This is actually my first wedding, which is mine's. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, weddings are awesome. What do you think about? Definitely. I believe in love, so no. <laughs> I always think it's a great to celebrate love, especially when it brings a lot of people together. Especially now where everybody be so far apart and everyone coming together for one occasion is like a real it's a real beautiful thing, and I, and I know that sounds cliche, but it legit is like one of the best feelings. <laughs> My man, Rich Banks, what do you think about weddings? Are they necessary? And your boy, the devil's advocate. No, they're absolutely not necessary, and the reason why is because you don't need to put the theatrics, like uh, put on a show for everybody just to display your love. Back in the day, they didn't even give rings. I give a bitch an apple. You want to be my wife? Yes. And that's it. We happy forever. And also, I, I have a wedding, but I'm married. So, you know, I'm salty. Oh, no. He's got a point. I'm not going to hold you. He's got a point. I changed my answer. He's right. He's right. I still love weddings, though, but it's not necessary. But, yeah, right. it feels good. It's not necessary. You can always celebrate your love however you want to celebrate it. But having a wedding is it just, like, it just brings everyone together. It's like, for me, weddings is mainly for people who are like, like I said, far apart from each other. Let's get together, celebrate, and, you know, do something beautiful, so. I will say this though. I think that like, weddings are a beautiful, like symbolism of unity. You know, two people coming together, two families coming together, beautiful thing. But you don't need the theatrics to make it any more meaningful than it actually already is. Marriage in itself is a sacred bond. You don't need the party. But I'm not mad at it, because we drinking, we chilling, and we're here, baby. You guys heard it right here at the Imposter Syndrome Podcast Wedding Edition. Weddings are necessary, but they're also unnecessary. Love is love, and no matter what, if you love your person, you can do whatever you like. You can celebrate. You can do something in private. It doesn't matter. Um, it's your boy, Quade Jones. We got more coming from the wedding. But, uh, Zare, thank you for being a part of our podcast. We really appreciate you. Honored. Uh, thank you so much. Bye, Demir. Father Sends a Podcast. I'll catch y'all with the next person. to do is get a, um I need like a monitor oh wait oh yeah that's what it is 
Yeah, I need a monitor for that camera. That way I can you see You can't it. plug that camera into the screen over here somehow? Nah, so this camera takes a specific input that I have no wires for or nothing else for. The only thing I have is... But the, can you get wires for it? Oh, yeah, certainly. Yeah, mm -hmm. I just haven't done it or whatever. It's like having all HDMI wires and then all of a sudden you need some whole other thing that you don't have. Meanwhile, you got like a million HDMI. Yeah. So it's like, I don't have any of the, I forgot what it's, it's like DCI or some shit like that. I don't have any of those cables. Oh, so shit. literally I cannot plug any of my other equipment into this camera. But yeah, to tis what to tis. Yeah, I mean. Nevertheless, we on the Imposter Syndrome podcast. You did. And um, yeah, this is the wedding edition. We had a, what, 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 a wedding, wedding episode. On Let's get a round of applause uh, oh, for Mister and Mrs. Yeah. Jones. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so, beautiful thing. We had a great time. It was a great time. Me and Val got married after 15 years of a long lasting uh relationship and friendship Beautiful it was really thing. cool yeah. yeah it was it was cool um yeah it was it was exciting monumentous i would say yeah definitely i cried yeah okay yeah <laughs> i was there i seen it yeah <laughs> i cried shit, i cried i was gonna say I were you crying i cried <laughs> shit i cried yeah but yeah. i cried when we got to the venue and desiree was like fluffing my veil and they had the doors in front of me shut, and then I hear the I hear Roman Reigns Tribal Chief music going, <laughs> and I'm sitting, I'm standing there, and I'm just like listening to it, and then I said to myself like, "Clay is so cute," and then that's when I started crying. <laughs> instant, right? instant fucking. Warm <laughs> and then when we got inside, I got in front of the curtain before Tina opened them, and she goes to me, "Are you ready?" And I'm like. No. <laughs> and then, like, she, but then I was like, okay, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. This is all. Right, this keep is it together, all. keep it together. Right? Keep it I was together. like, at least, at least to get to the altar, try not to cry. Literally, I came in, locked eyes with Quay, and I just started crying. I know there's an ugly cry face in those pictures. I mean, 100,000%. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, <laughs> everything looked fine. Because actually, I didn't notice you crying until. You started reading your vows. When you started reading your vows, uh, which, by the way, I don't know if anybody told you, but they were phenomenal. Thank you. They really were. They were it, was, actually, it was very well thought out. It was, and you know, it was deep. I actually had like a lot of people um, say like, "Oh wow, like your, the vows yeah. were like really good." Some of the older people they were like, you know, I don't know what you were saying, but like it sounded like you was cooking. So like, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, <laughs> you know. But I wanted it to be like I was pretty close, so yeah. I got I got a nice like uh, uh, here, yeah, you know? right there. Yeah, yeah, I had a nice earful of it. So I, it was... I wanted it to be tailored to to me and to us or whatever. Like I wanted it to be something that like. Oh, yeah, Quay would definitely say something like that. Oh, like, yeah. And I feel like that's like... That's pretty much what happened. As soon yeah. as the words were coming out of your mouth, I was like, yeah, that, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. My boy's talking about the cosmos. I mean, you did say something beautiful as well. But <laughs> his thing was just, uh, it was just a little, um, it was it was just well thought out. I as much as people yeah. like mine, I was like really impressed with Valentina's vows because yeah. they, they were off the top of the head. Like, yeah. You know, she didn't really It's like, hard in the moment and, yeah. and when you're on the spot. Yeah. A hundred percent. I felt That's like, what I'm saying. Yours were thought too. You know, thoughtful yeah, too. Yeah. I, I felt like I couldn't, like when I thought about the vows, I was like, oh, okay, maybe I could just go off the top of my head. But then I was like, nah. I'm like, I don't think I would 
be able to like express myself well enough just like in the moment like it was something that I had to like think about more than I had to like just kind of like ad-lib so like I really wanted to think about it but again when she had no preparation for hers and just kind of said it I was like oh honestly everyone told me that they liked it and I was like I was trying not to be all over the place no you weren't. I can talk like I can go from here to there, start telling a whole story. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, stay focused. But I did think they were too short. So I'm not sure if that was a good or bad thing. No, and I think it's short, short yeah. sweet, and to the point is always is, is always a good thing. And I, and I thought going like off the top of my head, well, first off, number one, because I've like, been thinking about them since forever. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And second, it was... Um, if I wrote something, it would have ended up being a novel. And you, anyone who knows me <laughs> yeah. knows that I would have just kept adding stuff or changing stuff or doing. Something. Yeah, yeah. It would have been a. True. It would have yeah. been a. It would have. You'd been doing it up to the last day. Right, and then yeah. the stress of the wedding planning itself, thinking about the timelines, paying for everything, all of that, and then like. Thinking, oh yeah, you also got to write your vows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that think... adds another little layer of uh, stress, unneeded right. stress. Especially like you said, you know, you already know what what you want to say. Right. You know what I mean? Like you said, from day one, you've already known. Like, and I always, because I always knew how I was gonna start it, and I always knew how I was gonna end it. Because how I started it was exactly what I said. Oh, I didn't write anything because I think I had these written down since. I've met you. And then when I ended it, I knew I was going to always end it with where this love story that made it. Mm. So, the, like I said, it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it, Both it, was, of you guys. it was. It was. And I think that's cool. what helped yeah. knowing that I had in the beginning. <laughs> A lot of people like uh, asked me before the wedding, like, oh, like, are you going to cry? And I was just like, I was for one. I was a little confused by it, but then I was like, "Oh, you know, people do like cry, like you know, when they get married." Um, but like at no point was I was like going to cry. I think I was, I was so excited, honestly, about like the whole thing. Like I like people kept asking me like, "Oh, are you nervous?" This and that. Like even you asked me like a couple times. Yeah. I was just like, "Nah, yeah, like I'm fine. Like I'm just I'm ready to I'm ready to do it. Like you know, like that morning felt like the morning of the wedding felt so." long yeah it felt so so long especially because we were idle for like a decent amount of time we, we were we were dressed dumb early very very early, early. but me and you were talking about it beforehand like yo we ready to like the night before we were the like night, yeah we're I, ready to get dressed I, right I, now yeah, i'm showering right, <laughs> shower right now get dressed like i'm ready right wake up and be in your suit yeah, wake right, up, right. Just like, yeah ready uh, yeah. <laughs> like, i woke go. up and i was like all right it's go time time to get dressed like i was dressed and ready like immediately so we had like a good like two three hours where we were just like kind of chilling before we actually went to the venue and like yeah, I was I was really excited the the entire time. I didn't cry, but one thing I can say is that when she, when when Val came out, I literally don't remember a single face after that moment. Like I only remember her after like once she came through the curtain. It's the only thing in my mind that I can literally like think of. Everything else was just like a blur, complete blur. Like mm -hmm. and even when I came out, honestly. It was 
Like, Leo recorded the entire entrance. I do not remember seeing him at all. At all. You were there, so I don't know. Like, did you see him? Because uh, I have the footage. Thinking, I know he recorded it. Thinking, <laughs> thinking about it, like, no. But I think we were so in the moment. Right. Like, it was uh, showtime, boys. Like, yeah. everybody had their, like, their place to be. Like... You know, we were all trying to, like, focus and listen to the music and right. kind of be, like, still smiling and not looking, like... Too tough. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm like, yeah. like, we're fucking... <laughs> nah, like, we don't want to be here. You know, we got to right. look, you know, happy. You know, you can't look like... But the music also... Like, yeah. it was just... There was a lot... Like, there was just too much going on. There's a lot like, going on. It was yeah. a lot going on for me to, like, worry about if he was there. I knew he was there because I knew... That that's what we discussed. Yeah, like, I knew you know he was saying? there because I, I had like, just finished gonna, telling him to yes. go through the curtain. I'm like, yo, we about to come out. Go <laughs> through, get ready. You can start recording. Like yes. any moment, we gonna come yeah. out. But then once we walk through the curtain, I have no recollection of Leo whatsoever. <laughs> and I was behind None. you, and you're you're like a tree, and, and <laughs> ants like a tree. You know what I'm saying? I had a little view because Todd Leg are looking for him. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, I didn't see me. You know what I'm saying? In the video. You know what I'm saying? Barely. So Yeah. I'm assuming I didn't get to see, you know what I'm saying, uh, Leo. Yeah, it it was like I said, like you said, it was a a, a blur. And um I was really happy that like like the entrance, like, you know, the music and everything, it was it was like very unique to me. And like to my friend group, and yeah, it was just unique in general. I'm not sure how many grooms in the history of weddings have came out to a pro wrestling entrance theme it's, song. It's funny you say that because my, I think it was Marquise, if I'm not mistaken, because I it was when we went to Forest Hills Park, and Marquise and I were talking. And I was like, oh yeah, Quay's um gonna come out to Roman Reigns Tribal Chief music, and he looked at me. He goes. And you're allowing that? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I mean, it's his entrance. I'm like, I don't. It's his wedding too, right? Really? Like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not. Both if, y'all get I'm like, if we was both walking out together, then it'd probably be a different story. <laughs> yeah. But even for the reception, I didn't really mind it neither because we're both wrestling fans, and it was like it was perfect because wrestling fans 100 percent. and honestly that was like the one thing i wanted like specifically out of the whole wedding like it was like whatever you want to do you can do it like, i just want to come out colors to Rain State you could choose the food That's it. Like, you could choose the venue like, whatever you could even choose my suit <laughs> right but i'm coming out the roman Reigns. <laughs> the tribal chief i'm coming out to the tribal chief music it like. was awesome and, and my uh, as soon as he gave it to you <laughs> With the praying, with hand. the praying hat, I was weak. Yeah, I was weak. It was, it he was, was just sitting there like this. Yeah, and it's funny. Anthony called me a couple times before the wedding, and he was uh, saying that one of his friends who got married, he was telling her like my plans for my entrance, and she just not did not believe it at all. So like he called me with her like there like yo like what, what you doing for your wedding? How you coming out? And I told her, and she's like, why are you doing this? And I'm like, bruh. <laughs> why not? Like, why? That's exactly what I said. I said, why not? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this the is bride what... is allowing. <laughs> like, that's what she said. If my soon-to-be like, oh, wife <laughs> don't mind, 
None of y'all should. Right. You know she's just like, oh, like, she's just like, your wife is allowing this? I'm like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, this is the one thing, it's the one thing that I want to do. So, like, you know, and, and, and like you said, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome to, like, again, come out to the music, to hear the music go off, and then also see the video of, like, uh, of the people's faces. Yo, yeah. I was thinking that too, just now, I swear. Because who, who showed us Dom the video? Dom had the video. It was Dom, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out Dom. Um, <clears throat> it was hilarious because you see, like, I didn't probably one of your aunts or something. I don't know, somebody in the back. And the music comes to you. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? she look? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> she just kept making a video. I was like, oh, my God. Hilarious. hilarious. The they didn't know people, what was going on. The, the only people who expected it were the people at the dinner party because we rehearsed it we uh, rehearsed. at the yeah, rehearsal yes, dinner. Yes, so, yes. like, those people. Right, like Denise. Yeah, like Denise. Feel, she, under, she knew every, a lot of people Diane. knew where we were going. I feel like she, like, some people thought, like, yo, is this what they supposed to be? <laughs> you know, is this supposed to be happening? Or did the, right. Did the, the, the DJ, DJ, you know, <laughs> fuck this up real quick because they looking like. No, sound like no wedding entrance. Right. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was great though. It, it, it was, was awesome. great. And again, they hear that Val was like when she heard the music, that like she started crying or whatever. That also like put the cherry on top. Yeah, of like, oh yeah, like you know, I made the right choice by yeah. like. He laughed when I told him coming like, out to this <laughs> because for him it's like ah yeah we exactly. got him chief we, we, we got we him. Got him. He's like he he started laughing. He goes, "You cried to the tribal chief." <laughs> 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 and I was like, yes. Yeah. And honestly, it's like I Paul Heyman. Like Paul Heyman would cry in the tribal it, chief music. Every time I hear it and I watch, I bet you I'm gonna tear up because I'm just gonna imagine. That's that's you know that's, that's it, my thing. She, she go she gonna be at the events, crying. The, like the, the the things will come. They're gonna be like, damn, that girl really is oh, a Roman Reigns fan. <laughs> like, damn, she's like, you know, thank God, yeah. like yo, relax. It's just I wanted, Roman. I want to kind of. I mean, honest, obviously, like, it wouldn't be like the same reaction, but like, a, like, I don't know if you've ever been there in the arena, like where Roman Reigns actually like enters. Oh yeah. Um, with his like new theme and everything, and like, it's like literally the whole like atmosphere instantly changes the moment the music plays starts it's like oh shit business just picked up you know what i mean and i felt like that like at the wedding once that music hit it was like all right bet it's, it's, it's time it's time it's time it's time yeah and, and then my like, song oh, yeah. complete opposite complete aesthetic. opposite oh my god night <laughs> night and day it's like <laughs> and, uh, right uh, Love, yeah. you know, like straight up. But I, but uh, James, the DJ, you know, I worked with him to you know kind of make it like you know a nice transition, you as know, between the two as seamless as possible. Like just to give him a heads up of like everything that was going on, and you know, uh, James was awesome as a DJ. Like he was really really great. And we found him. It wasn't the last minute, but. It was kind of last. Found him at the end of the summer. Yeah, we were struggling to find a DJ. And we, then we both found emailed him. him at the same time. Quay was on the was talking to him, and he ended up asking Quay, "What's your wife? What's your um, fiance's name, by the way?" And it was me. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, okay, cool. Like, I just wanted to see, like, cause I just got the same. I just got emails from like two people at the same time, kind of. So like, the same days, the same, same day, day like, yeah. yo, in the same place. And exactly, that's what he said like, too. Like, yeah, yeah, so I might be able place. to pull this off. <laughs> <laughs> might be able to pull this off, yo. Can y'all do another day? I'm gonna be in Aurora that week. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it was. It was a hella dope experience. Like, if I like say so myself, like it was really cool to have. 
um, like all of our friends together. Yeah. Like at once. That was like the one of the best parts Shout about out the to wedding. Shout out to my secret service. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Secret Service. <laughs> they had a uh, 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 Dom, Leo, and Andres. They took her to the salon in the morning. And I was sitting oh. in the front. Yeah, there so was a like, Secret Service. They did like a little skit where they were like her Secret Service because they all look like you know. They did though. They all they all did come like, yeah. like very very dapper. Yeah. But they yes. looked like they were on some CIA. Yeah, thing. yeah. And Dom just naturally gives that vibe automatically. Like yeah. even at work. We call him like the hitman because he come in his all black suit with his black gloves or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, Dom got like a, a somewhat stoic face unless you mm -hmm. actually talk to him. Yeah, yeah. So like, man's the hitman. He definitely embodied that uh, during the wedding. Yeah, it was super cool. It was funny. That's awesome. Because they definitely stayed with me um, at the salon. Leo was getting pictures and video of me getting my makeup done, and. Yeah, they, they were definitely troopers for that. <laughs> Facts. Because it was... They did do a lot. Shout yeah. out Andres. Andres drove a lot. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and like, these are these are guys who were not in the actual wedding. Right. Like, you know, they you would think down. that they were yeah. in the wedding. Yeah, you would think you they know, were in the party. With how much they were, you know, contributing to, like, making sure everything was okay. Like, they didn't... Like, they came as guests, but they also came with the intentions to help as much as possible. Yeah. Like, and I'm pretty sure if you would have had more groomsmen, they would have made the cut. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, you know, if they were... Like, if I, if I would have added more groomsmen, the three of them would have definitely been the additions. Like, a hundred percent. A million percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know. So yeah, they 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 looked out for sure. Like they came through. They like you said, they they drove. They 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 helped plan stuff. They anything I absolutely needed was like, oh, I got you. Drove us to the airport. Let us crash. Let us crash that last night to go to the airport. Like which was solid. There was well, y'all crashed. I just well yeah. Oh yeah, I went. I just pushed through the whole shit. I was like, man, I was just. I had the intentions the whole time. Like once I changed my flight. I knew I was not going to sleep that night at all. I was like, yeah, I'm just stay up sober. Yeah. I don't have that willpower. Yeah, I was ready to knock out. Like, fuck it. I wanted to experience as little as possible of the actual plane ride. So that's why I was like, nah, I'm going to just stay up. And then when I get home, I'm going to just sleep. And I basically slept two days after that. Right. Like, I slept that day and the next day the whole time. I just had to catch up. It was slow. Yeah. We did need to catch up. There was definitely a sleep deficit. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, because Friday night was a dinner rehearsal, but then we still hung out. Yeah. Because that's when Desiree and Key and them came. Yeah, and then even when we went back to the crib, me and Rich didn't go to sleep till like, 2.30 type shit. Yeah, we didn't go to at least 2. Yeah, I left we, you guys we, we at started, 12.30. We started winding down at, like, 2 uh, yeah. to try to, like, all right, let's go, like, boom. But we're. I feel like we were just all on a high, like... Oh yeah, it's hard. It was hard to do anything, and then oh, pff, let's just side note. All right, wedding stars were <laughs> oh yeah, starring yeah. It was crazy the whole weekend. The whole weekend, it yeah. was beautiful. It was clear. Like you go outside, like. And how fitting our cake topper was moon and had was, yeah. was a moon and stars. Oh yeah, it was it was <laughs> phenomenal. The stars out there. I'm not. Oh gonna lie. yeah, like, I mean it was crazy. You go to like a. a wilderness type of place like North Carolina where there's not a lot of light pollution. Well, small... Small towns. Small in, towns, you know, yeah. Like Let's like be New real. Because Aurora. Yeah. Like, if you go to Charlotte, I'm pretty sure you the stars are not as um, no. extravagant as I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure they're nice, but 
because yeah. they don't have like nearly as much light pollution as like New York or right. Jersey or like a big place like that. But nothing like probably New Bern or yeah. Aurora. There was just no lights, no like, light whatsoever at all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you just go outside and it's just. The stars were crazy. I just can't. I can't. One of the best parts of the whole weekend, uh, Rich traveling into the darkness when we outside. I was just thinking smoking, that the wilderness must be explored. I was thinking. I was like, when this guy got. Yeah, we couldn't. We couldn't like smoke or nothing in, inside of the Airbnb. So we would just go outside, you know, have a cigarette, smoke a joint, whatever the case. And it was like late at night. And my man Rich, he's like, yeah, I'm walking to the in, into the darkness. It's pitch black road. Like there's like literally a little bit of light, and then like you can literally see the cutoff of where the darkness is. We just walk in, the where you Dom just lose, where you just lose completely, yeah, lose like sight, sight of, of anything or anybody. Like there was a point where, like, like he said, I went into the darkness, and when I turned around, I knew y'all were there because I heard y'all. But y'all weren't there in my sight. There oh, was I didn't just see you there was just nothing. I was just like, oh, it's dark like that. And then I heard them coming closer. Yeah, because yeah. that's when Leo was like, oh, I'm gonna go in there because we couldn't see you all of a sudden. Mind you, there's bears. <laughs> there's also bobcats. Bears, bobcats, foxes, uh, snakes, uh, S- uh, spiders the size spiders, of your hand. Uh, all, all types of animals out there. Some that are Fox harmless. Foxes, apparently ostriches. Ostrich. Yeah. Uh, ostrich, no, emus. No, emus. 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 There was emus. Oh, those are emus. Yeah, emus. There were emus, yep. Yeah, so all, all types of stuff over there. So Leo being a brave man that he is, I guess. Shout out to the Leo. The W man's Leo. Big W man's because... <laughs> I could have got, I could have died out there. I'm not gonna lie. Then yeah. Dom followed, yeah. and then Andres was still standing there, really thinking about. It. He goes, "Man, that's it." Man, and then fuck. he starts going. <laughs> All went into the darkness. Yeah. But then they get to me, and all I hear is, a, "Oh, oh, oh, oh!" Like, "Oh, nah." First of all, you can't, you can't even see anybody really, like see anything, especially when you're in that darkness where there's actually no light pole or right. anything. Nothing. You don't see it. You just hear. It, you just hear all of us like, oh nah, fuck that, nah, run. And then Leo's like, no, don't run. But <laughs> we out. I'm gone. I'm not. No, that it sounded way too close. It, it was, was way too close for comfort. Yeah, it it wasn't like really you loud. heard it in the distance. It was right. like maybe like five, six hundred feet away from us. Like it was there. Right. Was like, there was something way too close, and there's no fencing. It's just it's just, it's just woods. Yeah, open. Yeah. So it could right. be coming from any. God direction. bless. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, no yeah, idea. you don't even know. You know, it's like when you hear a helicopter. And you look in this way to the right, but it's really like coming, coming from the from, left because yeah. you don't really hear that. That echo is is misleading. Crazy. It's bouncing off of shit and then coming mm-hmm. back to you in all sorts of ways. I don't know where that shit come from. That shit might have been closer than than I think right. it was. Right, could have been that on the other. Remember that where we used to turn? It yes. For all we know, it was it down there. We knew it, it, it could have been, been over there. Over there, yeah. And then y'all would have ran into, into it. it. Right. <laughs> ran into it. And that, I can tell you when we were standing there. That place there, was, was awesome and scary all at the same time. <laughs> when we were standing there, when that when we heard that sound, I looked at Quay. I said, did you hear that? Bro, me, mm-hmm. her, and, and Bailey looked at each other all at the same time. Bailey was like, like, like 
<laughs> right, Bailey was like, like father. <laughs> and like, and like, yo, we should go inside. And then all I see is, 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 is y'all running. And I don't even see. Only reason why I see y'all running is because I don't know who it was. Somebody so I had, had a, 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 a flashlight like. on their phone on, and all I see is the light moving up and down. <laughs> you, close, you, you know, you know that's probably undressed because my phone didn't work. My phone still don't work. My phone need to be on the charger for it to even work. Right. Um. But yeah, I think it was Andres because me and Andres was running next to each other because Dom W Man's had went back for Leo because Leo was like, "Yo, don't don't run, don't <laughs> run." Like, oh no! Nah. So he went back W Man's for that. So me, Dom I was went gone. back. So in a scary movie, Dom is gonna be the one who's gonna risk his life to go yeah, back. Yeah, oh yeah, he, Dom is he, Dom is. And then he'll he end up dying, and Leo end up surviving because of Dom. Right. Dom is the is that character in a scary movie that you love so much, or any movie that you love so much, but he, but the, what's the but that's the one that's gonna die yeah, because right. he's trying to save he's somebody. To save right. somebody. And you're like, well, I wasn't he rich? He's selfish. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, because I heard that and I was out. I'm like, but Don ran back. Don makes choices. <laughs> he made his choice. God oh, damn it. Man. You know what I mean? But, like, the, but the stars from where we were at compared to Aurora, night and day. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. even we had, I mean, it's, it's crazy to say light pollution because no, but. We had more light pollution, yeah. just because the houses I feel like were a little closer together. Not only that, but the and they had more city poles. town of Newburn was also a little bit closer, so that light, that light projects and it and it affects your your view of whatever yeah. else you can see. The highway was also at the end of our block, and there was lights over there, that's even true. though it was still. But that's not dark. The, listen. That's not to discredit. The, oh, how the dark star, it was, how, and how and nice how it was. The stars it, were the stars over were, there. Yeah. yeah, but like Val said, in comparison to where my grandmother lives 30 minutes away in Aurora, it's, you know, almost like night and day. The stars were, like, popping, popping in her backyard no. because there's just literally no light, no light whatsoever. There, yeah. There's nothing. And and for reference, I didn't just go into the woods because, you know. Right. You no, just no. walked down the but road. But I walked down the road because there was it was way darker there and you could just see the stars better because mm -hmm. you didn't have, like, the little reflection of the light in your, in your peripheral. Like, when you went there, it was complete darkness. Like, yeah. It's like if you shut off a light in your bedroom and there's no TV on, no, like, nothing. It takes just a second dark. for your eyes. Your eyes Did your eyes your adjust? Eyes, your, uh, they do a little bit. But not, not like... <laughs> like, you like, you, see. like you can see yeah they adjust to like you know like i said as they got closer to me i could see them you know if they were right next to me i could see them but like if leo was right here and dom was like four feet behind him like, I, I didn't really see leo uh dom you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying like dom would been he would have been in the shadows or like andres would have been in the shadows you know but like i hear them i know they're there yeah it was just dark it was crazy yeah. I know. I we 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 witnessed it from the yeah. light. Oh yeah, I mean, you guys, <laughs> smart guys. That's sort of like, but yeah. also, it was all, it was an awesome experience. Like I think, like you know, it's it's good to feel that uh, that little bit of uh, fear sometimes, like oh, actual genuine fear, like oh shit, like what the fuck? Did I tell you um, when I was walking bail? I think it was the first like morning that we were there, so it was Thursday morning, and I went to go walk Bailey. And I remember coming back home to Quay, and I was like, yeah, I would have walked her more, but something was moving in the bushes, couldn't really tell what it was, barely stopped, was examined. I told her, no, let's go home. I was like, next thing you know, headline news, 
bride-to-be gets mauled by a bear three mm-hmm. days before yeah. I was like that and was that's the, the place it I, happens I was exactly right. I was like I was like they're gonna emphasize the fact that oh yeah where were they from New York City yeah. Rich did the same thing one night he <laughs> he went outside he's like oh you gonna come with me and smoke a cigarette I'm like nah I'm good whatever he's like alright I'm gonna go by myself I got it he go outside he sure literally did. came back two minutes later I'm like bro that was quick he was like yeah nah it's just way too dark out there by myself like, nah. <laughs> you gotta, you, you, there's a point where Eight, nine, ten o'clock, the moon is still visible. So you get a little bit of light. Twelve, one o'clock at night, there's no it's dark. Yeah. It's dark. Like it's actually darker. Right. And it's scary. You know what I'm saying? Cause like you really don't like you can't see ten feet ahead of you. So you don't know what's there. Right. And things in the woods. You know they're adapt- you know adapted to seeing at right. night. I'm not. Yeah. I need a flashlight. My and phone don't work. And again, you talking about a place where some animals are just at nighttime. They just outside. Yeah. Like when we were driving all those deer that we see. Oh my god! So many deer on the side of the street in people's yards or crossing the street and like. They I was just... nervous we were going to hit them on the road because there were oh, just yeah, they're so everywhere. many. They're everywhere. And like, you can you can tell that. The people down there are lax because when we're driving, we're kind of, you know, pretty much slow and at night and we're, you know, very weary of what's going on. These people are flying. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, if they hit a deer, like, they're not worried. They're like, we got food for yeah. the next month and a half. Oh, that's all day, every day, bro. They, they doing 70 down the road always, bro. They just out, everybody. And what's scary, like, so, like, my grandmother, she don't drive. And what has prevented her from learning how to drive is living down there because um, PCS, you know, the the, 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 the company, the company, mining company. Yeah, that, the mining company down there, they be having, like, you didn't see much of them when we were down there. Maybe just, like, not the season or whatever the case. But, like, they have, like, these really big trucks that are moving material and stuff here, there, whatever. And they be doing 70 down them streets, flying. You know what I mean? So she's like... Psh- I'm not driving on this road with these fucking gigantic trucks doing 70 miles per hour. Like, hell no. Man. You know, and it's just, that's just how everybody drives down there. Like, that's, how some, that's how the final destination shit happens. Right. <laughs> right. And like, yeah, no, they were moving thousands of pounds of phosphates down the road. And mm-hmm. little miss somebody was driving her car and that thing just unloaded on her. Okay. Yeah, no, you're not getting me like that. Or, yeah, he just, he hit some oil. Mm, boom yeah. crash kill people most people down there they, they driving fast like even driving with Mr. Big Shot every time I ride with him he always passes somebody right somebody always like if you how ride, many people passed us nobody and that's the thing well we were driving with Andres and whatnot didn't uh, like yeah because again he's driving slower because he's you know what I'm saying but if I'm in the car with Mr. Big Shot almost nobody passing him because he's doing 70 already yeah, like yeah, you yeah. got no reason to go around but him. I'm saying there, there were people who passed us and when we were on drugs, oh, wait, were you not with me? No, it was probably when y'all went to Walmart. Yeah, oh yeah, like they, they were yeah. caught, like passing. Was a, I'm like, it yo, was a what? Truck too, remember? It was mad. The dark. white truck. Yeah. Yes. It was mad oh yeah, dark. it was here. Yeah, it was yeah. us. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought you were there. Yeah, but it was me. Yeah, it was me. Val. And we were like, whatever. Like, yo, let what him go. What the fuck? I'm like, yo, just let him go, cause <laughs> you dang jeepers creepering me out oh, here. Yeah, you know bro, what I'm saying? He want to wear my face for his birthday party. What time it is? They still flying, and like you said, they can hit. Anything, 
you know what I'm saying, driving down the road, like, you know, roadkill happens a lot down there because, you know, you just, it's dark. You you I don't want to be roadkill. Also, that's the type of place where, like, if you get into, like, some type of road rage with somebody, it's just y'all on the road. They might kill you, leave you in a <laughs> ditch somewhere because there are actually ditches down there. And that's, that's the crazy true. part. So if you crash, <laughs> you crash into a ditch. It's like a movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you're there. And it's like in the movies when they crash and like, there's a car smoking, it's on fire. Nobody's around and nobody's going to be around because nobody turns down this road. Only but one time a year. Right. You know what I'm saying? So by the time anybody gets to you, even realizes that you're being barbecued in your car. One, you're in heaven. Right, you're gone. And two, that's a good uh, question now that you said that, though. Like, I wonder how, depending on where you are, like, in any given place, how long is it going to take for assistance to get to you? You know Depends. what I mean? Like, if you buy my grandmother, it's probably going to come fairly quickly just because she's kind of close uh, to a actual town where they got, like, the... Uh, the fire rescue people or whatever they, the volunteer we yeah, the volunteer people yeah, like yeah. I said they gonna call so they gonna they gonna call somebody at the house who whoever got the truck or whatever the the yeah, ambulance but, but, but God forbid but God forbid if two things happen at one time there's not enough resources right. I'm telling you that and then if you're in like somewhere towards the middle like then how long is that gonna take like if you were in between Aurora and Newburn and you get into a car accident out there how long is it gonna take for somebody to get to you from either 30 point? minutes 20 30 minutes right you know, right, because like, New Bern to Aurora is 30 minutes. It's 30 minutes. So, so if, you, if you're in between, halfway, then there ain't nothing least, in between least, that. At least 15. And there's nothing. We're talking about nothing. We're not, <laughs> nothing we're not like exaggerating. It. There's nothing there. It's just houses. That's it. And, and a lot of the houses, I don't even know if people live in because there was woods yeah, taking say, over yeah, there's a, a lot, lot of houses them. that are abandoned. Where just a lot of abandoned houses. You can tell, though. You mm-hmm. can clearly see visually, like, this. There's there's nobody here and they haven't been here in 20 years right and i guess your best hope is kind of the people that are on that that are living on that road like when uh tali and jt got into that car accident at christmas they were the first everybody who lived on that road was the first responders me the guy who lived across the house uh across the road and the other guy who lived down the block we were the first people there pulling people out of cars you know it's crazy how long ago was that like five uh, years like ago? Like five years ago. Which is crazy. You, you called me when that happened. Mm-hmm. You remember me and you were talking. It's it's crazy how time flies. But now, since I've been there, now I could, I could visualize it more. Yeah. Because I remember you like, did you say he almost rolled into the ditch? No, the, the car that hit uh, JT's car went into the ditch. Yes. It yes, hit yes. them and somehow ended up in the ditch like a football field's length uh, down the road. Nose nose down in the ditch. Tough. Crazy. Mind you, with a with a baby in the back seat with not a single scratch on the baby. Not one hair That's an angel. was misplaced on that child. Jesus I personally t- put Jesus I personally the pulled the child out of the out of the car. He didn't have a scratch on him. Like I cause when I had him, I looked at him up and down just to see like you know what I'm saying. He was completely fine. He wasn't even crying. Yeah. It's crazy. Real seeker. But again though, I got there, the other, this other guy got there, and this other dude got there. We were all there before there was any actual ambulance. It took <clears throat> How like, long did it take? It was like 10, 10 or so minutes or whatever, because like I said, it was right it's there. Right the there. So, it's so, right there. So, so imagine, imagine, it's definitely taking a half hour. Oh, yeah. If you're in the middle, 
I so definitely. I if it if it takes you fifteen minutes to get there, you gotta remember about the time you get a ten action. You call. The, they get dispatched. Mm-hmm. They get ready. Throw on their shit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Not seeing them because for you're not minutes. talking about somebody who at the station just waiting. You're talking no. about somebody who more than likely at their house. <laughs> yes, it's one of those like, oh no, there's a fire. I need to get to the station. Exactly. Like yeah, because <laughs> it's all volunteer over it's there. All it's not. Work. Nobody's getting paid for this. That's another thing which yeah. I find. I I don't know how that works. But that just goes to show you how how little of the town of Aurora is left. Again, in New Bern, I'm sure they got somebody. They got a fire department. Yeah, like in a building, waiting, sleeping there. If something happens, they're going to come. In Aurora, that's that's they don't have that. No. It's they calling people at the crib. Somebody got the, the, the car or the car, is uh, the, the ambulance is somewhere or whatever. They're going to drive over there, go get it, and then come to help you or whatever the case may be. 100%. You know, because my grandmother used to work on the, for the uh, Aurora Rescue Volunteer Joint. And they would, some, somebody else had the, the ambulance and they would come, pick her up, and then they would go. And again, it'd just be on call. Some shit happened, they call her, she go. You know what I mean? Not a good... Uh... So I guess, Not a good way to go about it. I guess the first responders, the first people that's going to show up is... Immediate your, area. Right, is your neighbors. Yeah. The little, yeah. little immediate area, the surrounding neighbors. If, But again, <laughs> granted there's any... Anybody there, yeah, because you could be at a you spot could, where it's like... Where there's nothing. Nobody and nothing. Like... the. Plenty of plenty of uh, uh, stops that that I made, like just in my trip, going down because I had to uh, take the bus because I missed my flight. There were just places that were just quick round of applause for Rich missing his flight. (laughs) (laughs) I do that, (laughs) but I make things happen. Round of applause for that. Nothing. Right. Nothing, yeah. nothing on that one. <laughs> well, <clears throat> fuck you guys. I'm going home. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Nah, but um, there were just plenty of times where, like, when we took the ride, or when we were even going back to our Airbnb, or when we went even to Andres Airbnb, there were like stretches of no houses, just like cornfields, or like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, when. Me, you, Val. Who else was it? Oh, Zara. Zara, yeah. When Zara went to um, his grandfather's gra- house. Grandfather's house. That there was nothing there. Nothing. There was like fish farms. First yeah. of all, right. first time I've ever in my life seen <laughs> a fish farm. All. <laughs> all right, it was a fish farm, and then there was just nothing for miles. Like if you get, and like God, God bless. I don't know how it happens. They're probably extremely safe drivers out there, but they're not. They just know how to drive safe at eighty miles an hour right. on, yeah. on, a, on a dirt road. I'm not sure like how often like crashes happen, but but the lady who had hit uh, JT and Tale, she had already been in an accident already. So like she's a repeat offender. She is a you know unsafe driver to say the least at this point. Um, but again, I don't know how many of those people are like you know doing that or whatever the case. For one, it's, it's, it's so little traffic. You know what I mean? Like, for you to get into a, a, a crash with another car is tough. But, oh, remember when we were driving? I think we were in the car. We were driving. I don't know where the hell we were going. Maybe we was going to my grandmother's house. I'm not sure. But remember that truck that came, like, flying past us, and it was, like, swerving in the street, and it came around the corner? 
I no, that was us. I think when we when we got there. We were in the car with Zer. Oh no, I don't remember that. Oh wait, yes, I do. Yeah, I remember it was nighttime yes, and yes. this truck. That no. was it. Yeah, I, I, I think Zer was driving us back to the Airbnb. It was he. It was it was me. It was. I think it was all. I think it was five of us. I think it was BJ, Zer, Rich, me, and you. Oh yeah. Yeah, this guy, this yeah. guy he come, you moved in the back. Maybe you didn't see, but this guy came around the corner. It was crazy. Like, Zara basically, he damn near pulled hey, over I re- I remember. and stopped. Like, but, like, he definitely pulled, like, way over to the side yes, to yes, give yes. the dude space because he coming around the corner at God knows we, what we, speed. We're going this way around yeah. that, that bend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, like, why are you driving like that? He probably is surprised that somebody was on the road. And obviously, there were out-of-towners who were on the road. Right, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> if we weren't there, guess what? Nobody would have been on that road. I promise you that he would have been doing his normal thing. You actually threw him off, and we should have apologized. <laughs> <laughs> we should have apologized to him. I'm telling you. Yeah. Nah, but Sorry, wedding driver. vibes were awesome. Yeah, it was cool. It Just was to retouch cool. on that. It was it was definitely like a great experience that I never 100%, forget. Hundred percent, um, especially after the wedding too. When we all went back to the Quay Grandma house. Yeah, after the wedding was fire. Yeah. It was a good time. We just kind of chilled. I'm glad I got to see Tyle. Yeah. My grandmother, she's funny. She's like, oh, um, she's like, is Keanu and Desiree a couple? I'm like, yeah. She's like, <laughs> so then why he stay here and then go with her? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... I'm like, oh, because I'm like, you know, um, Tale, Rich, and Keanu. I'm like, the last time the three of them were together, they was teenagers. I'm like, so they ain't seen each other and been together in like literally years. I'm like, so you know, I'm over like, ten years. Yeah, I'm like, they they basically just want to maximize the amount of time that they have with each other because you know they don't know when they're gonna do this again or whatever. So she's like, oh, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> First of all, shout out to your grandma. She was. A ball of laughs, to say the least, but such a sweetheart, and I can't say enough good things about her. She was so funny. She's funny. You weren't there when she picked us up, oh, when she picked me up, pardon me, and we all went to breakfast, and she's like, you know, I just have to ask, because of the time or whatever. (laughs) I heard you're married. Is it a she or a shim? (laughs) I was like, uh... (laughs) Nah, no, yeah, man. No, my wife was born a girl. <laughs> and she's like, listen, I don't, I, I ain't got no problem. I just need to know because I don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know, I can't the, you. you know what I'm saying? I don't want to say nothing. You know, crazy. And I'm like, nah, nah, you're great. And we, from that point, it was just we we hit it off because uh, I thought that was hilarious. And she's right. You never know. You know what I'm saying? This time, you know, so you don't want to offend anybody. So, you know, you kind of, you right. kind of just got to ask, you know, <laughs> like, uh, but I thought she was hilarious and she was like very warm and welcoming. And so was Mr. Big Shot. Mr. Big Shot was awesome. You know, you know, your whole family. Yeah. They were like, you know, they're very, very nice people. Yeah. They're very chill and like very cool and very, very like, laid back. Accepting. Yeah. yeah. They're very, like all of them are like really. Yeah. And accepting. Laid back. Accepting. Like, yeah. So like, you know, that's, it's just how it is. I mean, I guess, I guess that's they where I get awesome. some of my laid backness from. Like they're all just yeah, kind of no, really I see that. chill. You, you, you can see where, where you get that, uh, very reserved 
almost stoic kind of. Yeah, I mean, we do have some outliner outliers. I know they're usually like people who are like extensions of the family who are a little bit uh, more turned up or whatever. You know, like JT, like you know, he was an extension from the family or whatever. So he's probably like the most turned person, like out of all of us or whatever. However, you can see that, like, I mean, if you didn't know him, you probably wouldn't know. But like over time, our like somewhat calmer demeanor has you know rubbed up rubbed off on him um granted tali was saying that he was yelling at the dude in the store about bags on their way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious yeah he, he was, was yelling that. at the guy about the bags in the store but nevertheless for him that's a mild reaction so but yeah clay's yeah. family definitely accepting because <laughs> when i first met them I think it was the first year that me and Quay were dating, and he took me to their house for Thanksgiving. Took her to Pam's house. Yeah. I always take everybody to Pam's house. Why why Pam's house? She's the, for one, she's the only person who, like, still lives in Brooklyn. And has her own house. Has her, like, own house, a big enough house to, like, bring people over. You're talking about out here. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant in in, uh, North Carolina. No, I went to North Carolina. Pam does have a house in North Carolina, right? Yeah, she does. I think I went to North Carolina two years after that. And for the first time. And that was at the old house. And But when I went to Pam's house, I was trying to be proper because, you know, first boyfriend, first meeting family. I don't know. I just go off of what I read in books. (laughs) 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 Like, I was a a teenage girl, so I went off of what I saw on TV and what I read in books. To be proper, you know, fork knife. (laughs) They had fried chicken wings. You just trying to eat fried chicken with a fork in a knife. Yeah, and Quay was like, "Just bite into it, it's okay." Right. He was trying to talk to me in the corner of the table, like, "It's all right." He's like, "Just," he's right. like, "You have right. to." I've seen her eat like, chicken wings before, like, bro. You like, like, yo, you you're making it weird. Just, <laughs> right, just right. eat them normally. Just eat regular, bro. Like, yo, I've seen you do this before. <laughs> Why are you making it? They looking at her like she eating chicken. That's literally what Quay's with... grandma looked at me. Why are you eating? It? <laughs> you know you got fingers for that, right? You know what I mean? They making dishes. Was Quay... that for Thanksgiving? It was for yeah. Thanksgiving, and Quay's grandma was like, "She's like, oh, honey. She's like, that's not how we eat. Ch- she's like, that's not how we eat chicken wings in this house." I'm trying to cut. Like, so no, yeah, don't do that here. Definitely accepting. Yeah, they were accepting 100%. of me 15 years ago, trying to eat chicken wings with a fork and knife. That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, one thing I can say, they definitely like, uh, like love who I love. Um, like they've always loved Val and like all my friends. Like everyone, like every single person has said something about one of like you know our friends that we like brought. Like you know what I mean. Like everybody just they liked all you guys, uh, you know, so much. Like I said, even like. Dom and Andres and Leo and like you know again people who are not necessarily in the actual party who was just there, um, you know all the time they just really appreciated them. I had so many people tell me like, oh man, you pick like like the best group of guys to be your groomsmen. Like everyone oh, yeah? was just like so many times like, oh everyone is so chill and you know th- this and that. JT was outside lecturing them or whatever. <laughs> about. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, don't, don't betray quick trust. Like, he, he you know, I, I could tell just how y'all interact. Like, he really loved y'all, this and that, whatever. Like, 
but like you know everyone was just so cool and accepting my grandmother loved you like i never forget when y'all oh, went yeah. to the store she's like rich rich i'm like She's like, where rich? I'm like, he went to the store. She's like, oh. She was like, so so sad that you wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, no, nah, we hit it all. I love, like, I love oh. her. I'm like, yeah, I'm I like, love her so back. much. I'm like, you know, that was yeah. so funny when when you, we were the next day after the wedding, and we were at her house, and mm -hmm. she was like, mm-hmm. She's like, there was some people out on the porch talking all night, and you were like. Yeah, I heard them too. <laughs> like it was a lot. Uh, yeah, no, I heard. I was them too, not man. expecting to come and see Keanu on his full. Bro. Oh my god! So I was not expecting that at all. But we didn't think it through, all. bro. We didn't think any of it through because even when Keanu got there, Desiree's like, "You know, you need to pack your bag, right?" He's like, oh, she's like, no, I did it. No, I did it for you. But <laughs> you know you needed to pack your bag. And you're like, oh, and they're like, I, I told her, like, bro, change. Nah, she already packed my bag. It's over. About to, he, he left like that. He left in the I know, I know. Yeah, we came back. Man's was in his full wedding suit. Full suit. Tie and all. Facts. Tie and everything. He had the tie loose, but it was still on. He had the vest on. In, all, fa in all fairness, we had just went to sleep a few hours before that. So, so for us, Which, it felt like we were still up. Right. I need know? to know what was that arrangement. Because I know Zare was in the back room. Keanu slept on the couch. <laughs> Tale slept in, is that the room you stay in? Yeah. So we stood in that room. So I had a bed on the floor and Tale took the bed. And then BJ was in the other room on the BJ floor. BJ was in the other room on the floor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, that works. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I was, we wasn't cuddling enough. I'm honestly. I mean, that's how I figured it would be because, again, with, with Ben being on the floor, you don't, that's like a whole extra bed that you don't even need. Like, right. You know what I mean? Because he's wild for that. Like, even if there's a bed available, he insists that he'll sleep on the floor. I mean, I'm not mad at it. I slept on the floor, and my back felt the best it did in days. Also, when my back's been on fire. Right. So, I don't really. One thing out there that was kind of cool, which I had never done, I'd never, like, smoked weed in North Carolina before. I'm Wait, lying. What? I did once. I did one time prior to you that. You never smoked no marijuana cigarette. In North Carolina? Nah, not out there ever. Oh, so was I, it was pretty much of me. Yeah, nah, me. like I said, I did it one time before. My cousin Ralph, his wife, had some shit, and we smoked once. That don't count. That was the only time or whatever. I never, like, did it with, like, my people, my friends, or whatever the case. So, yeah, like, I was the first real, that was, real homie. That was cool come, come. to, like, be out there and to be able to smoke out in the country. Yeah. So also, if y'all listen to this on Spotify and you heard me say something about licking in the mouth, that was none of these people here. It was the dog, the dog, dog yeah. and, <laughs> me in, and trying to lick me in the mouth. Um, she knows no boundaries. Yeah, so I'm just saying because it may have sounded weird when you were listening. You hear, oh, lick me in my mouth. Like, wait, what the <laughs> fuck is going on in that studio? Good thing that you added that. You know, yeah, said people listen disclaimer. on Spotify. Yeah, you know yeah, you know what I'm saying. They're not gonna, if you don't see the visual and see her attacking me in the face, and you're just listening, no weird shit. But um, yeah, smoking out there was was cool or whatever. But it kind of leads us to our second topic. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just sure enough does. And I've been kind of thinking about this for a little bit. But let me ask y'all: Do y'all think smoking weed 
is good for your mental health. Like, obviously, it's not so great for you, um, you know, physically because you're smoking. It shouldn't whatever. be smoking you regardless, smoking anything, right? Right. Um, but, like, mentally, like, you know, I know we all think it does this for us, it does that for us. But, like, do you really think it's that good for you? What, what, what do you think, about? I think so. Because, um, well, I don't know if you're talking, do you mean recreational or both? No, I, I mean recreational. Not like it was prescribed to you for any oh, reason. Oh, I was going to say people like, with, like, eating disorders, people... Doctors recommend for them to start smoking so that they can develop appetites and help them, like, start to feel better right. about themselves. And so that's why I was asking, like, so, but it still plays a part because I would just, i never been, so I don't want to say, but, like, it can be assumed that, like, obviously eating disorders can also come with anxiety and depression. And <clears throat> you can, and definitely weed. I feel like helps with anxiety and definitely depression because my sister one time <laughs> she was working at Walgreens and she said there was this young kid who worked there with her and she said that he used to come in high all the time and she said I didn't know that that's what weed was she's like they made it seem like it was way worse when we were in school and she was like but he just comes in and he just wants to eat snacks and laugh all day so it's like the only problem I feel like with weed is de depending on, I guess it would depend on like how deep the issues lie. Because mm -hmm. if you're like clinically depressed, you'll get high, but when that high comes off, when that high goes away, your reality is still there. And I feel like sometimes people use weed as a mask to hide from whatever they have to deal with in their real life. Mm -hmm. But then that crash can sometimes be very detrimental to their mental health. So in a way it's like, um, what's, the, how, what's the phrase? Um, I can't remember, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> but there's a, cause, I'm, cause like everything, um, like, too much of a good thing is a bad thing? Yeah, like, you know, like, like they say, like, um, as far as, like, not to bring it up, but, like, religion, like, sins are, like, you know, it's, like, they, greed is, uh, is considered a sin. So, it's, like, too much. Excess. Yeah, like, it's, I can't remember the exact phrase. It's bothering me that I can't remember. Hmm. But, like, too much, like you said, too much of something can sometimes be a bad thing. But, also... Like for like to like circle back the wedding, we all like we all got high under the stars, and it was awesome. It was like Mimi was there with her sister and Des and Desiree. Like we yeah. had our own little circle. Y'all had y'all own little circle, and yeah, the conversations we were like, because I can tell you the conversations we had in our circle <laughs> went from A to left, <laughs> and then back around to yeah. D. So. <laughs> Like, you know, and because you also, because I also feel like weed in that aspect is good because it gives you like a chill kind of environment. So perhaps it's like good and like, I guess you're saying like in moderation and also yes. within like the right situation. Yes. Now, personally, me, I think that 
I think when you're depressed or sad or happy or you're experiencing any emotion deeply, uh, marijuana is going to exacerbate that. Uh, so in regards to mental health, if you're, you're going to be sad regardless. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like if I'm depressed, I'm going to be depressed. It doesn't matter if I smoke weed or not. Is, is, is the weed leading to my depression? I, probably not. You know what I'm saying? Is it a coping mechanism? Maybe. But like like me, like, yes, I'd be depressed and shit too. But like smoking, it, it's not that for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I agree. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't use it to cope. I just use it because I like smoking weed. Same. I like doing everything high. You know what I'm saying? And my <laughs> high is also not like... Everybody else is high, you know what I'm right. saying? People think, are, get high and they can't drive a car or they can't do things. Right. Like, I get high and, like, the same things I can do that I, like when I'm sober or the same things that I can't do when I'm sober, I can't do when I'm high and I can do when I'm high. Like, right. nothing changes for me. It doesn't affect you know your what performance. Saying? It just makes right. me and the... Uh, it makes the world more digestible for me. It makes the world easier for me to handle. Because if not, I'm usually like, even how I'm an aggressive, loud, angry person sometimes. Like, I'm, I'm just like, I'm aggressive, I'm passionate. Like, whatever the case may be. Like, I'm just me regardless, you know what I'm saying? The weed doesn't do anything for me. I think it, it think it mellows me down where I'm not maybe uh, you know on edge as much but like I don't think that it's it's affecting me truly in a detrimental way where mentally it's making me like irate or fucking right. crazy and like, oh my god like those like, vape yo, he, commercials. Smoke, he smokes weed and he's bugging right. out like no like not at all I feel like I feel like what both of y'all said is like absolutely correct where it's like it's not necessarily doing like bad to you in like a way that you can kind of point it out like oh yeah you smoke you you're doing x y and z wrong or badly because you're smoking weed however I do think that like sometimes I think that like when you smoke weed it kind of puts like a wall in front of you of what you should be worrying about or maybe what you shouldn't be worried about. Mm -hmm. It all depends on what it is you're actually concerned about, you know? Again, not to say that you're smoking weed because you're concerned about anything at all, but I'm yeah. saying like, we've all probably been in a situation where we were upset about whatever. You smoked a blunt and now you're chilling. Right. So now here's the question. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because should you be worried about that? All the weed did was make you, was calm you down and make you think, you know what, I, 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 that wasn't that serious. But no, maybe yeah. it is that serious. I mean, it could be, but it also depends on, you know, the level of the thing that we're talking about. Is, are, you know what I'm saying? Is it like, you know, I'm stressing out because I got into a fight with my with my partner or, you know, I smoked the blood, and now I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to pull the cord on my mom. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, it's, uh, she's on life board. They're asking me, oh, yeah, fuck it. Before, it was a problem. Now but I smoke see, weed, and now I'm like, it's not like that. You know what I'm saying? But, so I think I think the level determines on, on, on like, the but action. But also, you know I think that smoking 
in a high stress situation, sometimes I feel like people need it because calms you down. Right, because unfortunately, not everyone has the capability to think rationally or focus with a whole lot of pressure. So if for the meantime, your this blunt is gonna help me calm down, and I can recollect myself yeah. within the next four hours. Take a second and, to think. Right, and it's like so to me. I feel like that's also um, a benefit of it because less impulsive. Right, it's like you are less impulsive. So for me, I feel like like I'm already a pretty calm individual for the most part. Um, very few things will get me to the point where I'm like really, really, really upset. With that being said, when I am really, really upset, I do want to smoke and I often do smoke. However, I feel like a lot of times after I smoke and it's like, damn, you know, whatever I was mad about, I'm like cool about it now and this and that or whatever. But then sometimes the next day I wake up or when I'm not high anymore, I'm like, wait a minute, you should have been upset about that. Only reason why you why you paused on your uh, emotions is because you had smoked. If you had it, you still feel how you feel right now. Absolutely. However, you having that moment and that time to reflect and not react on what you know or, or respond with a reaction instead of a, a, with a response you know what i mean now you took that second you smoked you chilled out those things they don't go away they do still bother you but now you have the moment to articulate that in a proper manner where it's not going to escalate a situation right because your when you're was, angry because when you're angry you're going based off of emotion and impulse and you you may want to say something just to be hurtful. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? How? If you take that moment, you won't maybe. But also so was, your question was, does it help? Does it affect, is it good for our mental health? Me personally, in a situation like that, I think your mental health is at a at an vulnerable state. So I think to calm down whatever that anxiety is, because at the end of the day, that's what anxiety is, is something. Whether you're angry, sad, whatever, excited for something, anxiety comes in many forms and colors. And I feel like, back to the question, if we're asking the question is, does weed help mental health? I, that, I would say, yeah, because if, it can help calm you, calm down your anxieties for the time being because we were just, we just watched the episode Boys and the dude literally lost his mind one morning. Wait, new season? No, season, season two. two. Uh, but I finished season two, but I uh, restarted it to watch it with her so I could watch season three. Sorry, so sorry. the guy goes to the, con oh, spoiler alert, spoiler. <laughs> so the guy, he's a regular citizen he hears about the propaganda of the superheroes every single morning, every single day. It's all over social media. He's he's going about his regular basic duties of life. And one day he thought, at least I think he thought, I'm not even sure if it was even real, he thought he saw the convenience worker with light in their eyes. And he goes in one day with a gun and says, are you one of them? 
and loses it. Guarantee you if he smoked probably every day, <laughs> hearing all that propaganda with the super... Because, I mean, the boys, obviously, it's a show, so they over-exaggerate everything. And they were, you know, showing that it was a lot to deal with. But, you know, that's like our realities. Like, with social media, you hear bad stuff on the news every day. And... So, like, sorry, Bailey distracted me. <laughs> so, like, to me, it's like, you know, smoking sometimes. I'm not saying, oh, yeah, it's going to stop you from shooting somebody because if your intention is to kill, your intention is to kill. I'm just saying just smoking, if it lowers your anxieties, I feel like it's definitely beneficial as far as mental health. So, you see, exactly what you said is, is the point that I'm kind of trying to make because you ended with... You know, you're not saying that smoking can, you know, will stop you from shooting someone. But it can. You know what I mean? It, it definitely can. And that's my point is that is smoking hindering your ability to make logical uh, decisions sober? If you can only make, not only, but if you're, if you're you know, making these uh, decisions that are emotion-based um, while you're high, whether that be trying to de-escalate a, a conversation or uh, preventing yourself from doing something crazy like shooting someone, you're robbing yourself of the ability to make decisions sober in Negative. a natural state. Negative. Because, hold on, because here's the thing. If you say, oh, you know, well, maybe you wouldn't have done X, Y, and Z if you had smoked a blunt, that means you, you, know, you don't have the capability of making these mental decisions when you know without some sort of substance you know and the more and more frequently that you use weed or any type of substance for that matter as a crutch to help make you make these decisions you're constantly robbing yourself of making proper decisions no i i i i think i think what what we need to focus on is like we're, we're also talking about in moments of heightened emotion not regular, everyday, logical thinking. Right. We're talking about moments of extreme emotion. <clears throat> because if we're talking about murder, that emotion is so extreme that, like, that's th that's something that's uncontrollable. If weed stops you from killing somebody, <laughs> then you need to smoke it. <laughs> right. Sure. Because like she said, if your attention is to kill, no amount of that, no little little bit of weed is gonna stop you from killing this motherfucker. Of course, motherfuckers smoke weed and go out and murder niggas. They go out and murder niggas all the time. Yeah, hundred percent agree. But again, I, I think the uh, uh, the if level about, of emotion uh, but, is irrelevant. But, but what you're saying, yeah, no, but it but it is rev uh, very but relevant. At the end of the day, it's still the same though. thing. No, you're it's making not because a like if I if I stub my toe, right, and I'm upset, me smoking that blunt. It's not going to make me not upset because I stubbed my toe. It's still going to hurt. But I brought, you know what that, I'm I brought that scene up from the boys for a reason, though, because I realized I didn't really explain it. Is because I'm saying, like, say that guy is living our lives with all the stuff that we hear about the world. And we smoke sometimes because, let's face it, our world right now is pretty crazy. Like, in every sense of the word, word like, Thanks. So I'm saying like that guy in in the boys, he wasn't smoking weed. Whereas like people like us, like seeing like for example, me personally, 
I don't pay attention to no news outlets on social media, period. I go on social media for giggles because to me it's like if I'm not going to stress myself out and affect my mental health by listening to opinions of people on social media. I'm not saying I don't listen to news. I listen to the news. I'm talking about social media news. It's two different things. So, like, I'm saying, like, it meant, like, I can see people, um, even in our world, who will basically listen to that stuff every single day, listen to the bad news every single day. Every single day people are dying, this, that, and the third. And somehow I feel like people, our people, like, you know, people, like, they use marijuana to kind of block that stuff out because it's some it can get too much. So we need to drop a marijuana bomb on the world. Pretty much. Because <laughs> I'm saying, like, because, like, the guy in The Boys, for example, he wasn't smoking. And each, and each new day, like, the way the show portrayed it, each new day, you saw him, you saw the stress and the strain on his face and even on his body like you saw it and it's like with even like even with the, like mental health and everything like you saw it deteriorating like as they were portraying it every single day of him doing the same thing every single day listening to the same stuff every single day and i'm saying like we that's it that's not far fetched from being our reality because we hear bad stuff every single day yeah. But some people they're like, yeah, I want to smoke because I want to feel good about everything going on around us because sometimes But you see it that's, sucks. that's what it's, I'm saying. It sucks to not be able to, to be able to do anything. If you're smoking weed again to kind of shield yourself from the stresses of the world, is that actually good for you? Now, again, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, it, it can be good for you because it's helping you, you know, kind of move on with, with other things that you're doing in your life to kind of, you know, block those things out or whatever. But again, however, that's giving you a diluted version of what reality is. That's not real. That feeling of what you think the world is after you smoke is not real. That's fiction. I think, well, I don't I think that stuff so. still exists, regardless of how much weed you smoke, how great you feel. There's still people dying all over the world, going through yeah. whatever the case. That it, it, it's still happening, and all you're doing is shielding your mind from the actual reality of the world. That's my argument. Is that is I, I feel like sometimes when you smoke, and, and and again, don't get me wrong, I'm gonna smoke as soon as we finish this podcast. However. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, I feel like it puts like a veil over your mind of what is actual reality. I mean, perception is reality. I don't think so. Because perception remember is reality. Shakara, Shakari, mm. the runner, the girl, the um, oh, yeah. black girl. Mm -hmm. So she got disqualified from one of her races because they found THC levels in her system. My for man, one of the race. Man, Drake says, smoke them like Shakira off and on, the tra off and on the, the track. track. Bars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, come to find out, like, days later, obviously, you know, she's in the public eye, so she can't speak right away. She got to, you know, have her peoples tell her what to say, how to say it. Because any wrong word can go real left real fast. She found out her body, I think it was her her mom, her mom had died. She found, or was it like the person who raised, it was something like 
her her mom her mom had passed or it was someone who was like a mom figure in her life had passed and she was away on this road trip for the competition and she basically explained the way I understood how she explained it was I didn't know what else to do with all those emotions and I had a race to run like literally the next day so she smoked so she's and I don't think and I don't think that she smoked as to put a veil over her her reality of the fact that she just lost someone extremely important to her I think it just because you're those because me personally I don't think smoking takes away any of my emotions it calms me yes but at the end of the day I still feel everything whether I'm high or sober like I feel everything so I think it it depends on how the per like like I said with moderation is really important because I think it depends on how the person uses it because like I said she uses she used it because she said that she didn't know how to control all those emotions that were going on. Yeah. She was like the number one tr- upcoming track female star. Loses someone important to her. I think it was random too. Like I think it was the person was young. I don't think they, it was like they were like old and died. So like randomly lost this person. You're in the public eye. She smoked. And then she got disqualified. She came back, and now she's still number one. So I don't think she smoked that night to block off her emotions. She probably just I think, to smoke. Yeah. I think she smoked because it was it, it became too overwhelming. I mean, I think that her that story about her smoking because X, Y, and Z, I'm be you know because of the death of her family, the second and the third. That's bullshit. Like Rich said, she smoked the smoke because she smokes. Because she smoked. Because yeah. she smokes. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I don't think it necessarily had a direct, like, oh, yeah, she ain't There's smoking no correlation. three years, yeah. and now all of a sudden, you know, yeah. her. Well, even basketball players passes. smoke in the off season. Right, but that's my point. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're not But she smoking. wasn't smoking at the time because she, she was working. She she had a competition. Allegedly. Yeah. But she, but she had ran before. She and she won. So yeah, like I nothing mean, ever. Happened. But this that was like, just means she didn't this, get caught. This was her second race. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying. I mean, she just didn't. She just didn't get caught that time. I think it's more likely that she was smoking just to smoke. Yeah, that's what I think. Than smoking. And it's not like, a big deal. If she and again, runs, it's, she runs, it's God not. Bless. Yeah, you know what I mean. But again, whether she, me, I feel like I had beating you, you should, you should out. Outrun me every time, ten out of ten times. Right, and, and I think regardless of whether or not she thought it was putting a veil over her or not, I still think it did. Like I'm not arguing what like people may think it does, or I'm actually I'm I'm arguing like kind of what actually did it do. If it's helping her with those emotions, then I still feel like it's a somewhat of an emotional band aid. It could be. And I'm not saying it's like the most extreme thing that like you're like completely different. Your decision making is like completely different sober than when you're not. I'm just saying it's definitely I just feel like it's definitely like, you know, providing some sort of what however you want to put it, boost, comfort, bandaid, veil, um whether it's up or down, it's still the same the same thing. No. I was gonna bring that up because I'll be honest with you, smoking off of like an emotional status 
and then smoking when you're already happy or chilling like for example like the wedding for example even though like I've had moments like that before too before the wedding obviously mm-hmm. um and like I feel like it's two different outcomes like I feel like when you're smoking under the stress of emotions and you're trying to like we'll say for Quace like you know what he's saying like a veil you know you want to block off those feelings for the time being because right now you just don't even want to think about it deal with it Mm -hmm. whatever and but I feel like when you smoke under a situation like that like I said I feel like I feel all my emotions still like I'll still cry and smoke because people think, oh, yeah, it just completely turns it off your humanity. Exactly. Like, no, yeah. it does not. <laughs> like, I'll be sitting here high and I'll still be crying over a situation. So yeah. it's like... I might it's, feel it more. Right, exactly. And so that's why that's why the whole veil thing is kind of tricky because it depends on your mood, I feel like, all the time. And the person. Right. Like, I feel like if you normally have... Like, I feel like I feel things at an extreme like because I cry when I'm happy I cry when I'm sad like it does there's no in between like I'll cry when something really beautiful happens if I see it on tv or if I see something in real life you know I'll tear up and that'll be that but the reason I bring it up is because like I said smoking in a situation like that brings like you feel the emotions at least for me you feel it but smoking when you're like not trying to do that, not trying to like block anything, like things are really good right now. Like you're just really happy. That kind of high is like completely different. But to me, that, and I that, feel like I feel like that's amazing <laughs> because it's like you. yeah, because like when you smoke, when you're already chilling and happy, like you know, that high it like just enhances the whole environment for you. But you see, that's my. That exactly is my point. What word you said? It that enhances the environment around you. Nothing has changed. Only thing you did was smoke some weed. Right, like when we- ain't nothing more fun. No bigger activity has happened. You know what I mean? Like yes, the last so little the weed bit. is the bigger activity. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Like the that, last. That's exactly not. That's like the it, last it. joint that we smoked before we left my grandmother's crib. Oh, you man, know what I'm saying? Cool. We were kind of bored, just doing whatever, chilling. You know, we was fine or whatever, right? But we smoked, and everything seemed like all of a sudden it was like a party. Nothing happened. <laughs> no. Yes. Everything <laughs> nothing, happened. Nothing happened, you know, bro. See, nothing changed. Ha- and this is what changed. What changed <laughs> was we went from being like to. Alright. <laughs> so what we about to do this? You know what I'm saying? The whole mood changed. Right. Everything changed. I mean, like like Rich said, maybe we just need to drop a weed bomb on a on, drop on, a weed bird on, on the planet. On the, on the whole planet. Just let know? it hit everybody all at once. Boom. Everybody yeah. like get the equivalent of like four L's. Everybody just be like, yo, bro, I'm sorry I threw that bomb on you last time. But there are people who get bad highs. Because remember, we know someone who smoked for the first time. I mean, that yeah, that that happens. But I'm not necessarily (laughs) referencing, like, you know, the the bad highs. Just more like, again, in general or whatnot. But speaking of bombs. bombs, Let's talk about it. Speaking of bombs, are you guys ready for World War War III, the apocalypse? Like, talk to me. Do we? Oh, look at Bailey. She looked at you like, what? Yeah, I be talking to Bailey about, world, about like, the world wars and everything. I be explaining them stuff to her, you know. 
But, Another reference to the boys, that scene when they were in the basement hiding in his aunt's um, bank, like her... Her house or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, that. Her panic room. Yeah, her panic room. And then the dog started barking me and quite looked at each other. I'm like, see, we dead. Because that would be Bailey. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bailey will be, you know, she'd be on it. But, but are you guys... Again, not are that you prepared? That's yeah. what it is. Are you prepared? Are you are do, do you have a plan? Not only are we prepared, right? But do you think we should prepare at this point? Of course. I think everybody should have some type of uh, uh of survival equipment just in case. I think people should definitely have like some type of gas mask too because if a, a nuke goes off, there's going to be a crazy amount of radiation, like all sorts of chemicals in the air. Well, a gas mask is not going to protect you from, from radiation, radiation but, but, you know, you just it's not all sorts of chemicals and stuff. That you're yeah, I mean, but again, if you feel like you need to wear a gas mask after... And if you wear a suit, it'll off, protect you from radiation. If you have a, a radiation suit, so that might be actually yeah, really good to have. Yeah, if you can get a, a hazmat suit, a hazmat suit. Yeah. Um, That's you, you know, that can protect suit, you from so radiation, that would be... You would need a mask, a suit, you need yeah, maybe, you need like, uh, maybe a knife... With uh, a little flint, so you can make fire. You probably need like maybe small, uh, 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 collapsible like plates and some sort of water filtration. A system. water filtration system, or like pots and pans that like collapse that you could, you know. But cook you think food it's, 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 it's a time for us to kind of start taking this uh, seriously? I Doomsday mean, I, prepping? I feel like in our, I feel like since we've been alive, this is probably. The closest to World War Three that I mean, we've ever been to, and yeah. you know, what's scary about World War Three is that so many people got nukes now. Nukes, yeah. So it's, it's just, just like nukes are people who got nukes start fighting each other. What happens? You people know? start letting off fucking nukes. But Oof, pardon me. People start letting off nukes. That's what happens. Nukes start flying. We all done. Cause, cause it's 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 gonna be us. It's gonna be Russia. It's gonna be China. It's gonna be Israel. It's gonna be everybody. Everybody's gonna start letting off nukes. Yeah, I mean, it, all it takes is is it's just one. I mean, and if World War Three means a nuclear war, you don't have a lot of um, time and opportunity. I was gonna say to, the world as we know it. You know, to know. make things. It'll be gone. Yeah. I mean, you can survive if you're properly prepared. But again, or how many people nowhere. are properly prepared you know like okay like you said in the middle of nowhere okay but we, we we're in new york city you know what i'm saying oh no we're done biggest city in the, in the entire planet you know how many new yorkers done are off. prepared probably none of them no none there no no i'm not gonna say none there's a lot of people with a lot of money in this city yeah, but are they yes. prepared? I'm pretty sure they're more prepared than we think they are. They're more like if you live in a, 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 like okay, like let's they say got money, they're prepared. If you live in the Hamptons, okay, and a nuclear bomb goes off in New York City, you're probably going to be fine for the most part, you know, so far away. But how are you going to continuously get food, water, uh? electricity you gotta evacuate um you know it all depends also like with the wind or whatever's going nuclear winter sets in you sh now you're, you're you're out on a peninsula okay where you can only go the bone might trigger some tsunamis right i was yeah. thinking that i mean i, I feel like tsunami, tsunamis is a concern but the biggest concern is going to be nuclear winter oh no yeah all right once all the is happening 
you know, once once All the, the dust, dust settles. and everything settles and, you know, there's a thick layer of clouds and uh, ash inside the sky, you know, the, the, the planet's going to get colder, food is going to get harder to come by, you know, are you prepared for that? I feel like even the most wealthy people may not necessarily be prepared. If you don't have a plan of action for what's going to happen if... Like you need like a full like couple of step plan. You need a plan for if you can if you are informed soon enough that a nuke has been launched. What's your game plan with that? How much time are you giving yourself to get from point A to point B? If you're if you're moving in the first place, what's your plan you once have to you move. hunker down? What's your plan once the yeah. nukes have gone off? Afterwards, are you gonna leave where you at? Are you gonna stay where you're at? You know how you plan on communicating with people. You know you can automatically assume that there won't be any like cell phone service or do you have no cell phone no no wi-fi right do you know how to use morse code or like you know what i mean you You gotta it's crazy i know someone well um i worked with them at td bank and they um uh what's gonna call it they they used to like buy like food that they that survives like in the MREs. Yeah, like they bought like they like they showed me pictures. Like they had food. They had like thousands and thousands of cases of water, mad canned food, food that didn't expire for like five years. Like, you know, like um, astronaut food. Like mm-hmm. like MREs. Yeah, like she had that type of food. She bought a crossbow. Yeah. Like she was not, and it, she started when the pandemic hit. She yeah. said, "She said, yeah, all gonna say that I'm crazy." She's like, "But watch." She's like, "We need to prepare for this. Everyone needs to prepare." For a crossbow, a bow and arrow, like you know, guns yeah. are, are are good also and all, but like no until you ain't got no more bullets, now what you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? You can always make arrows yeah. or retrieve them and reuse them if they're not damaged or whatnot. So like a a, a bow and arrow, a crossbow, that is a very useful weapon, not just for like. You know, protecting yourself, but also for hunting. If you have to wind up and go hunting, I go back to North Carolina and kill up all them deer. We'll be eating forever. Yeah, you ain't lying. You know I mean? Deer? Do they got turkey over there? Yeah, there's turkeys. See, deer, turkey. We yeah, sure. turkeys in Staten Island. We yep. go to Staten Island and get some turkeys. I don't know about those turkeys. I mean, listen. Uh, you gonna, may not want to eat. Those. We gonna eat what we gonna eat. Okay. <laughs> they probably already got radiation poisoning. <laughs> already. <laughs> <laughs> but like, mm. I definitely think that like people should start like even if your preparation is small, something like oh okay, you got a basic uh, like a bug out bag. Yeah, but but like you should have like a a, a survival backpack for each individual in, within your household. Yeah, and then um, you should have a survival backpack for everyone in your household, and then also you need a plan of action of what you're gonna do in you know said scenario of you know. A world war breaking out, or uh, you know, some sort of nuclear uh, war breaking out. Yeah. Um, I mean, because again, it could be a situation where nobody shoots nukes. That would be. But just it's just a war. You know what I mean? If that was the case. But um, if we went to war, we may not. We may not use nukes, but we're. 
No, but you, you should might automatically be China assume, or Russia after. You should automatically assume that someone might use nukes and be prepared at a moment's notice to make that to make evacuation whatever plan. evacuation trip whatever you're gonna do. You need to be ready for it. Everyone in your household needs to know the plan. Whatever, like you know, if you're meeting up with people from different places, you guys all need to be on the same page because real quickly the the service is gonna be gone, and you know you're gonna need to find a way to either a communicate or assume where your people are going to be like i was talking to the guy at my job i'm like if a nuclear bomb went off in anywhere in the world right now i'm clocking out yeah. he's like why i'm like because i have to go get my wife i need to get to her before it gets to a point where i gotta find her or or i have to walk or, or the electrical grid goes off no subway now Everybody on the bus. Oh, exactly. I gotta, like I need to or go. Or like nine eleven when none, nothing was exactly. happening. Everybody was walking, walking home, across walking the across on the bridge. Like no. you know what I mean. Like I need to be like the moment I, I hear be, something yeah. happens, I'm leaving be before anything else happens here. Like I need to get my collectives together immediately, and we need to come up with a plan of what we're gonna do next. Because again, if one nuke goes off in the world, there's problems for everywhere. You have no idea what's gonna happen next. It could be nothing where everyone's like, "All right, like, let's yo, chill whoa, the fuck whoa, out." Whoa, whoa, whoa! You let like, a nuke go? Right, what's wrong with you? Like, no, let's chill. Oh, it might be like, oh, "Oh, you let a nuke go?" Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Everybody just start pressing the button. You don't know which way it's gonna go. You gotta no. be prepared for both. And guess what? I'm not waiting for nobody to no, press no, no button. No, no, not, okay? not today. The moment one get pressed, I'm done. I'm out. I'm well, we're probably dead anyway. The only place that we're probably surviving is like the Amazon, where there's like no nukes probably heading. I mean, again, if you go to like a you know rural area, you know what I mean? They're not nuking. Like again, I tell about all the time. I'm going straight to my grandmother's house. She got food, she got guns, and ain't nobody over there. So that's where I'm going. That's uh, going to be the safest place that I can think of. I'm out. I know the address, so I'll meet you there. I know where I'm going. Like, like, bro, I'm out, bro. The world going to hell? You know where I'm going? Where the stars is good? Yeah, the guns fire? And my boys is in a place that's where there ain't nobody for right, miles. Ain't you know nobody that? over there? I'm going to go right over there. I'm going to hunker down, figure out what else is happening. Shoot a to, deer. You know, exactly. Get Exactly. Shoot some animals and eat that. You know what I'm saying? Like we will. We got enough space for a garden. Like you know. Definitely got enough space for a garden. Chickens. You can put a whole farm. I'm taking that dude's chickens and emos. Only thing we need to do is build a build a what's call it? Build like a in case like a fence a fence in case in something to protect the inner of our little society that we got there. But you know, I definitely think. With the way the world is, it's just so dangerous that anything like this could happen at any day, any moment. Like, you know, we're so close. That's to where it. we are in, in life. Yeah, that's yeah. that's unfortunately that's where we are. And this could be, you know, and this is why we smoke. This could be our great filter. You know, this could be how uh, how we cleanse, how, how the earth cleanses itself naturally. Yeah, this could be the reason why we don't see any aliens, because they get to this point where we're at right now. And they're like, let's see if they let's see if they they, they make the time. Let's uh, see if they uh, learned from the uh, past mistakes. No, nah, they didn't. Not they even that. It's just like all the aliens, we, we don't see them. It's like where they at? Well, they kill themselves off before they can get to a point where they're visible by any other civilization. Like, you know what I mean? If we all died right now, you know how long it take? To get back to this? 
not even to get back, but for someone to figure out, like let's say there's a other civilization <laughs> there, how long it take for them to figure out that we were ever here in the first place. It could be some whole other civilization thinking right. that they are completely alone because they don't see nobody else. And the reason why they don't see nobody is because we done killed ourselves off before we were able to reach the point where we could be visible to the rest of the universe. And we've done this four times over. <laughs> Four times over. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? We probably killed ourselves, got to this point, killed right, ourselves. Possible. Got, yeah, because think about it. We the, the, the Romans, Ice Age, the, the Stone Age. You know what I'm saying? The Romans. Well, the, that wasn't us killing ourselves off, though. Those that, that was natural, natural, more like natural, natural, you know, process. I'm talking about of, like the Romans, the Egyptians, but yes, like great civilizations yeah. that like yes. they might have almost made it. And exactly. it's like, it's like a smaller scale of what I'm talking about. So, like, again, imagine if the whole world. You know, this happened to everyone, you know. At, at some point, everyone thought the Romans would be the greatest civilization in the history. Now, yeah. what? Don't nobody talk about no Romans now? It's not even, like, a thing. And that could easily be the fate of the human race, where we just destroy ourselves. You're just ourselves Halloween costumes, though. To the point, exactly. Unfortunately. No. You know, and movies. And movies, yeah. So, like, you know, we could be at this. This is, like, a, a, a huge turning point turning point within human society where we have to make a decision about how much longer we plan on lasting here because guess what we don't have no place else to go so once them nukes start flying all right as as, as cool as mars might sound it's not that simple for one as far as fuck there's only a certain time a year out. where you can actually get to mars in a reasonable amount of time that's not year round and you got to terraform the planet I mean, maybe not necessarily. You could I mean, probably, probably figure out a way to, shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, but... Wouldn't you want, like, breathable air outside? At some point. But again, if yeah, your whole cool. planet is torched <laughs> and you got nowhere else to go, you're going to take what you could get at that <laughs> point. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, so it, it's definitely, you know, we, 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 we got to get... Again, I'm going to make a plan. I got my plan together. We got to get a plan together. We got to... We gotta get this our back. This is where we're going. I don't need to think about Oh, no, you need to think about this because <laughs> what if you're at work? Oh no! I just need to know. She just needs to know the plan. Oh, you need yeah, to know the plan. No, I'm saying oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. he comes up with all. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. The plan. But I'm saying, but you definitely need to know because if you're at work, oh, I know the plan. You could be doing laundry. You could be at the grocery store. Nukes Quay? go off. First off, house. If Quay's not there in an hour, meet him in North Carolina. <laughs> First off, you haven't known Quay as long as I've known Quay, and since I've known Quay, <laughs> Quay has spoken to me multiple times about. Escape plans, like I'm talking about. If so, like for example, like he one time I think we randomly were on the train and we were talking about if this train got hijacked right now, how are we getting off? Like literally had conversations about yeah. planning. <laughs> so to me, ready. I'm ready. I already know the plan. I, I She's gonna go out with her friends. She's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm scared to go out without you or whatever. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> Just do what I do. I said, make sure you look both ways when you're crossing <laughs> the street. I said, when you walk into a business, you need to know where the exits, exits are. Yep, exits. That's, where literally where he, that's literally what he said to me. And I said, and I said to him, what did I say to you? I said, I already do that. We went to the Back to the Future play. We sat down or whatever, and I looked, and the exit was right there. I said, oh, cool. nice. We're next to the exits. I was <laughs> like, some shit going down. I know on exactly the bus, where to go. Because, I'm out of here. Because of Quay, on the express bus, even <laughs> on like local buses, I'm literally sitting where the, the, emergency, the emergency exit window is. Because something happened, I'm jumping, out the, I'm jumping off the bus. That's a fact, though. Yeah, I mean, I'll break. I'll probably, I'll probably hurt myself real bad. But if I think I'm about to die, 
I'd rather take my dislocated shoulder. Or over, a broken bone. Right, over death. Oh, 100%. I'll take a broken bone over death. Eh, well, maybe not. I mean, the serenity is sweet well, death, huh? You know? The only thing that I'd rather not have to experience other than outside of dying is uh, getting pistol whipped. I don't want that. I don't want that. It's going to hurt. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Just like imagine a metal thing just slapped across your face. And to mind you, most of the time when someone pistol whip you, they're talking shit on top of it. So it ain't just like you getting hit with it. They're like, shut up, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's exactly what I heard in my head. Now, fuck up, bitch. <laughs> oh. Right. You gotta, like, damn, you got to disrespect me and disrespect me? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to be bleeding. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so deep. But, um, uh -huh. You're going to be physically bleeding and verbally hurting. Like, somebody at my job volunteered me to be, like, part of the emergency team thing to this day i have done nothing <laughs> for it but you know someone recommended me so it was like my manager so i don't know so i just did it because i didn't want to it make them good. look bad yeah. but i remember one time <laughs> quay was telling his grandma that if there's in case of a fire or or like an emergency i have to go to the female bathroom just check to see if anyone's in there on my floor only and I just have to make sure that there's nobody in the bathroom and then I leave like that's my that's the, that's my duty okay. yeah. and um his grandma was like if there's a fire or an active shooter in that building you run towards the exit and then she told Quay make sure you tell her that she leaves the building Right. It don't yeah, matter. So trust me, I I have been preparing for this probably the last eleven years. So I mean, yeah, you gotta be prepared. Like, you know. <laughs> Positive syndrome podcast, we out here prepared. Well we're not prepared yet, but we're gonna get prepared. No, I mean we come somewhat prepared. The, we're thinking the, about the, it. We know the what we knowledge know, like. the knowledge that we need preparation. It's preparation, it's preparation in itself. Yes, we will get the mm -hmm. proper preparing going. Wait, the can we make that into some sort of T-shirt? We didn't do a T-shirt theme for this. Uh, oh, T-shirt theme. Proper, mm. proper preparation, preparation program. Mean proper preparation program. World War Three. World War Three. The proper proper preparation. PPP. The PPP, not the loan. Proper preparation program. I love that. I think this was a... That was it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I think that was that was it. We're going to wrap it Look at up. That. My phone died right so on cue. The Pop Central Podcast, be prepared for World War Three. If you ain't got your survival book bag and your survival plan for you and your people in your household or even, you know, maybe your neighborhood who you, you know, would gather up with, you should get one. It may be a... Uh, over exaggeration, but it's better to be prepared than be unprepared. Or get yourself some weed and throw that mental block up. Get yourself some and weed. Go under some stars. Like, throw yo, that mental block nukes up. Nukes are going off. You got your survival kit? I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The sir. bombs are going off. I mean, you guys made a movie. Oh, oh, launch code. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's crazy? That's exactly what my character yeah. did too. So I don't you know, know if that's on YouTube still or not, but yeah, launch code. Uh, check one it of my out. favorite it's movies. Like a I'm not gonna three. lie. Uh, yeah, a little short. Wow, that was like when you were in school too. Yeah, launch codes. That was fire. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And, Look at um, that. Three sixty. The world comes back. So yeah, we. 
We here, Imposter Syndrome Podcast. We doing the thing. Yeti. Rich Banks. Yeah, boy. Quay and Valentina Jones. Val Jones. Hey, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Jones. <laughs> so, yeah, we also got Bailey. Let's not forget. Oh, she and Bailey Jones. Bailey Jones. She's letting us know. Okay, Bailey Jones. Like, hey, yo. Every time I go to the vet, they be like, what's your dog's name? I'd be like, Bailey. Last name? Jones. Bailey Jones. So, Bailey Jones. Uh, yeah, just the Imposter Central Podcast. Once again, Rich Banks, Quay Jones. Val Jones. Val Jones. You did. Uh, we got Bailey Jones. She boy Rich Banks and the Joneses, you heard? Rich Banks and the Joneses. <laughs> Joneses. <laughs> that would be <laughs> like, <laughs> We out. So, yeah, just the wedding edition. Uh, yeah, we often, oh, wait, hold on. Always forget this at the end. I'll be forgetting. Y'all better follow us. Like. Like, subscribe, subscribe, comment on YouTube, share it share. on Spotify, Apple Music. Or no, it's not called Apple Music. It's Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, all of that. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere. Share it with your friends. Share. Watch it on YouTube. If you ain't going to watch it, at least just like it. Share. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just on Quay Jones. And um, Yeah, we out.